Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Realism, credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Join News Prime Headlines was brought to you by don't take risks use a condom every time and thanks to malatu i kicked out malaya one time some spices yes Thanks for staying with us. We are also live on myjoyonline.com and all our social media platforms. And in this edition, Interior Minister Ambrose Derry says there's no plot by government or the NPP to remove IGP Dr. George Kofodampari from office. Elite tape in circulation has a purported senior police officer and some politicians scheming to oust the IGP. Speaking to Joy News, Ambrose Derry said the IGP has been exceptional in the delivery of his duties and there are no efforts to take him out of office. Parliamentary Affairs Correspondent Kwekwasante has more. This leaked tape has set tongues wagging with some people arguing it has dire security consequence. Interior Minister Ambrose Derry has jumped to the defense of the IGP, insisting he's going nowhere. I think they should ignore it with the contempt that it deserves. There is no plot to do to remove anybody. I don't know about anything. As far as I'm concerned, he's doing a good job. And will you investigate if there's a so-called tape of a certain senior police officer and MPP government officials trying to plot anything of the sort? Well, I said my president and I do what is policy to bring the development of this country. I'm not sure I want to uh, get involved in any investigation or thing, except that they relate to crime. 
then we'll do that. But I think that so far, I think we are doing well. The minority in parliament are, however, demanding an investigation. It passes for treason. It is an attempt to subvert the will of the Ghanaian people. The revelations in that audio are very serious. And so, for me, rather than dismiss what is contained in the audio, I think I would urge the Interior Minister to take steps and very quickly to get to the bottom of the matter. Former police officer and MP for Wild West, Peter Lanchini Tobu, says the NDC will resist attempts to rig the 2024 election. He, however, has concerns the tape may have been AI generated. If somebody thinks that is the Ayawasu West bargain election type of violence that can lead the MPP to break the eight, then it means that we don't want the Fourth Republic. Because anything like Ayawasu West bargain violence, if anything like that surfaces in the 2024 elections, our democracy probably will be gone. Nobody will sit and take that. I've, I've listened to the audio, and it is quite strange. No commissioner worth his salt will do this. I'm tempted to believe that is that application of AI that has generated the voice and have done such a thing. It is dastardly, it is shameful. From a pro- professional background, I think that is an AI generated something just to deceive the public. So far, what has been lacking is an official commitment to commence an investigation into these claims of a plot to remove IGP Dr. George Ekufu Dampare. The government, through the interior minister, is assuring that they are so satisfied with the work. In fact, the minority have also said that they are satisfied with the work he has done so far. There are those who say that they want some more confirmation in terms of the identity of the persons fingered on the tape before they can comment on this publicly. But this is going to be a raging topic at least for the next few days. Reporting for Joy News, Kiku Asante, Parliament House, Accra. We're still a while longer in Parliament because the Minister for Interior, Ambrosteri, says he's this time hopeful Parliament will approve an amendment to the Narcotics Control Commission Act. The Supreme Court struck out Section 43 of the bill as unconstitutional. We'll get to hear from the Minister shortly, but first, listen to the Deputy Chairperson of the Defence and Interior Committee of Parliament, Ophelia Mensa, recommending the passage of the amendment. raised concern about the inability of the judiciary to consult parliament before deciding to strike out section 43 of Act 1019 as unconstitutional. The committee, without prejudice to the recognition of the essence of the doctrine of separation of powers in advancing democratic culture and values, is of the convention that organs of the state need to appreciate that their functions are complementary. Consequently, the three organs of the state should work towards the common conventions. The value of the cannabis industry in the United States of America alone is projected to reach 30 billion US dollars annually by 2025. For which reason it has gained increased legislation in other regions. Speaker, there are numerous economic growth opportunities regarding increased tax revenues, job creation, and investment prospects. Mr. Speaker, Ghana should aim to change the narrative of cultivation of cannabis for legal purpose, for the benefit of the economy and the health sector. The growth of cannabis 
who solve the problems of shortages faced by firms that require cannabis for their medical, cosmetic and industrial needs. Well, the Speaker of Parliament, Alban Babin, took a dig at the Supreme Court yet again, arguing they were misled into striking out Section 43 of the law. I am tempted to believe that the judgment of the Supreme Court was done in a curium. The court's attention was not drawn to some of these things, and so that must have misled the court to give that ruling. Even though the case referred to says it was Ezumame versus Attorney General and the Speaker of Parliament, uh, the Speaker had no notice of the case and therefore uh, were actually not well represented in the, in the case. I think the Attorney General assumed jurisdiction without our instructions. And so that might have led to this uh, miscarriage of justice. But in the circumstances, I will not be able to put the question. Uh, what I can do is to defer the question uh, on the second reading, and that could be done tomorrow. Uh, I think that table office <clears throat> should reach out this, um, the second reading for tomorrow, where a question will be put. Now, let's hear the Interior Minister Ambrose Derry express and hope that the bill can be passed when NDC MPs return to Parliament after boycotting sittings today. I'm sure the Chairman has looked and probably wants to give a chance for our colleagues on the other side to make inputs. Uh, because, as I told you, there are two ways in which to put Section 43 back. Either a successful review of the judgment of the Supreme Court, which wasn't achieved, or asking Parliament to consider and approve. And I think that the whole thing has to do with the fact that since I'm appealing the whole Parliament, I'm sure tomorrow we have greater numbers and participation on the other side so that we take the decisions in a manner that would help all of us. So I, I don't have a problem with that. And so because we haven't closed the, the, the debate, it will be preemptive and prejudicial to make any personal uh, comments on the matter. I said to say that uh, you shouldn't be looking at lamb. I think people, when they hear cannabis, then it's like yeah, something is killing somebody. I think that we made it clear that recreational use of cannabis simpliciter. Well, in a related development, Member of Parliament for Adansia Sokwe, Minister for Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond, says he will meet lawyers of James Jachikwesen in court after he was hauled before court for contempt. Lawyer for Jachikwesen are asking the High Court to commit the minister to prison for contempt for allegedly making prejudicial comments on Yasin North MP's criminal trial. Speaking to Joy News, Katie Hammond said he had been served and will face them in court. Jatikwesen's lawyers oh, have yeah. cited you for contempt. Well, how do you respond? Like, well, what am I supposed to have done? They said that you made prejudicial comments that to you would go to jail. To what effect? I said there's precedent. I'm not sure if those lawyers understand yeah. what precedent is. But I think I predicated my statement for the fact that there is what in legal terms called a precedent. So I'll meet him in court. Some uh, substitute on me. They played the game on me to send me there with a the document. But 
I mean, why would they have to do that? I accepted it. Listen, I don't run away from uh, my responsibilities. I made a statement here in Parliament. If they want to take me up in court, yes, of course. At the end of the day, that's where this matters end up. So what was the big deal about well, we know that today in court on a substantive matter, the court did not hear um, the appeal for the lawyers of James Jachikwesen to stop the daily proceedings of that particular trial. We'll bring that to you subsequently. But Ghana has become a case study for how not to run an economy, and the Ghana Beyond Aid mantra has failed. Speaking at his campaign launch, Kobneje Ejepong Flatbear asked Brandt of the NPP, cautioned the governing party not to offer Ghanaians the same faces that have led the country into what he describes as struggles for the 2024 presidential election. We must be honest enough to admit that the Akufuado government, despite chalking successes in road and health infrastructure, tourism and, of course, education, it has struggled to deliver on a number of fronts. We started out saying that we're breaking dependency on the Western donor agencies. The slogan, Ghana Beyond Aid, rang from the Jubilee House with intensity and vigor. But today, we lie on a stretcher before the International Monetary Fund, the IMF. And Ghana has become, in the eyes of many, a case study of how not to do it. It is true that international climate has been hostile. But how many countries have had inflation skyrocket to 54%? And in fact, food inflation hitting the roof. And our city only just slightly recovering after a wild tailspin last year. These are stark signals of economic distress. And we cannot hide these facts. We've had to endure a painful debt exchange program with our pensioners laying siege at the finance ministry. Our party, the MPP, can therefore cannot afford to put forward those who led us to this state. I want to repeat myself. Our party, the MPP, therefore cannot afford to put forward those who led us to this state and expect Ghanaians to embrace them during the 2024 election. We need a new face, a pair of clean hands, a leader to reconnect with our base and end the trust of Ghanaians. Well, Mr. Japan believes to put the country back on track of a competent state, there is a need for a clean break from the status quo and put in motion a leadership regeneration. I can see a bright future. We can create a competent state, one that works at pace, one that ensures compliance with rules and regulations and enforces its own regulations. This is a collective task. And that will need people of every gender, all faiths, people from all parties, every single ethnic group in the country, peasants, workers, bosses, everyone. We are the royal people of Ghana. Our country needs us, and we must step up to the challenge. We cannot change things by simply doing the same things that got us into this spot of border. Leadership is of critical importance in social relations everywhere in this world. And Ghana is no exception. And Ghana needs leadership regeneration. To take Ghana to the promised land we all desire, we need a new lease of life, new energy, systems thinking, 
and structural approaches that cause us to change course. We must agree on this. The new dawn, the new direction, and a new dimension. Now, should he be given the nod by his party and voted for to become president, Kobnejia Japong intends to, among others, reduce the number of ministers and cut the number of Supreme Court judges to nine. This new dawn, I envision a Ghana that is economically robust, resilient, fiscally responsible, socially cohesive, and fully accountable to the good people of God. The new dawn is hinged on the following. One, a lean, wholly downsized government. One that works efficiently, effectively to deliver to the aspirations and expectations of the Ghanaian people. The ministries will be reconfigured to align with the constitutional cap of 19 cabinet to be assisted by an equal number of deputies in addition to the 16 in the regions making up a team of 54. Stakeholder consultations will be undertaken to introduce an upper limit of nine judges on our Supreme Court and possibly remove the retirement age of 70 and allow Supreme Court judges to serve until they are unable to perform their functions. Two, enforcing law and order, imposing discipline and ensuring compliance of rules and regulations, a zero-tolerance policy anchored on a drastic penalty regime coupled with a strong political will to punish those who tinker with our public treasury. The law should work. And it should work to uproot corruption. Kobanaji Ejapong is among 10 NPP flag bearer aspirants who are awaiting the Vetting Committee's report on who moves forward in search for a flag bearer. And that committee's report has already been handed to the party. We await what happens. But let's interrogate further some of the issues that have come up in this particular campaign launch by Kobanaji Ejapong. Thankfully, we've been joined via Zoom by a political scientist with the University of Ghana, Dr. Sasanti. We are grateful uh, for your time here on Joy News Prime. So let's uh, find out whether Ghanaians will not forgive the NPP if it puts forward anyone from this government as presidential candidates. I ask that because uh, we've heard at least aspirants who were also part of government who've come out and they criticize the same government as performing poorly. What really did they not do right? Why didn't they raise it whilst they were in government? Um, good evening uh, to your viewers. I think it's a good question. Um, Actually, uh, that is uh, the, the problem that uh, those who really want to contest are likely to face. That what is it that you have that you could not share with your government, whether in government or outside government? So nobody uh, can be excused with regard to this question. And I'm sure you are the right people uh, to deal with. It appears we've just um, got frozen there. Million dollar question for them. Mm-hmm. As I can hear you, can you hear yes, me? Yes, I lost you briefly. Yes, saying, I, I lost you briefly. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm saying that it's a million dollar question for all the contestants because whether you are in government or outside government, mm-hmm. you need to share this idea that you have uh, to for government to deal with any problem that confront the government. Uh, so nobody can be excused with regard to uh, this issue of whether you have something to share and you refuse to share, or whether you are in government or you are not. Once you are in the party. Uh, there is a collective, uh, you know, responsibility on your part 
uh, to help your government to survive. But are you uh, particularly surprised, as many are, about how uh, these candidates are coming out the way they are coming in terms of the attacks and forthrightness when it comes to this particular campaigning? Uh, the forthrightness is apt, and I support it, uh, because uh, it brings to the fore uh, that um, uh, who you are and what you stand for. Kwabre Japon, for instance, uh, I like the way he speaks. Uh, with vigor, and then he is able to articulate his views clearly. And you can see uh, the line of departure he wants to have. Uh, these are all ingredients of governance, and we require it for any leader worth his or her salt. Uh, but uh, the issue about they taking a swipe at each other, I have cautioned them, and not only me, but the good people of this country have cautioned them, because... From political communication perspective, if you destroy any of, uh, if they end up destroying themselves, and obviously one will emerge as winner, and then if he is lucky and he's voted into office as a president, is uh, voted as a flag bearer, you are going to campaign for him, by which time you have already damaged him. How are you going to what, repair that image that you have destroyed? And that is going to what, affect them. But it seems to me that all these things are falling on deaf ears, and they are at free range, attacking each other. There is a price that they have to they will pay, so they need to be very careful. It's mm. very painful that you have really gone through a difficult election and you have won, and that the things that your own party members have said have become the building blocks um, for messages against you from your opponent. Mm. That will be what very, very, very uh, difficult for them to bear. But it seems to me that uh, they are not ready to uh, listen to that. So let's see how it goes. Mm. And that uh, the reality would dawn on them. Well, you've been watching the scene for quite some time, and most of the charge, at least Kwame Japon in particular, he started with do not elect a poodle, making you know issues and raising issues about now our economy being on a stretcher amongst others. And he cautions delegates also not to elect people uh, who have been uh, in the forefront that has led the country to where it is now. Do you get a sense that delegates will actually reward? those who will come forward to speak truth to power or they will stick to what they know? It's a difficult one. Mm. Uh, it's a whole mix of factors that go into the choices that uh, delegates make. Uh, but uh, I, I'm also clear in my mind that... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? 
la emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. What Mr. Japón is saying will resonate with uh, those who believe in maintaining uh, a, a very clean party at all times. Mm. Because what he said um, are very interesting. Some of them have touched on them. You mm -hmm. recall that I did say all the time uh, that uh, the issue of Supreme Court cap them. We need to cap them. Why is it that the U.S. has nine judges and we have, what, 15 and still counting? All right. I'm happy uh, they've seen uh, wisdom in this and they are, are talking about that. Uh, the issue of what? The size of government. Ghanaians mm -hmm. have talked about it. So mm -hmm. I'm happy he's re-echoing that point. But I disagree with him with the 54 uh, ministers because I have said that we should reduce it to 19. It's doable. Mm -hmm. So that, yes, the, con the, the, the constitution says that we should have a cabinet of 19. Mm -hmm. Make any cabinet minister, 16 of them as regional ministers as well. So they double as what regional ministers and then also ministers as state. Uh, so if we're able to go on that route, I'm sure we are going to, it's going to help us. And then what he also said, which is refreshing to me, that he has seen that waste is a problem, financial waste within the system, and he wants to deal with that. It is a plus, uh, because um, he has seen through the books, and he being uh, somebody who has worked in the presidency, he, he is coming from a certain background, an informed background. So I support that call. And then, of course, the mighty and the almighty corruption, that he wants to deal with it. I believe that um, uh, voters should be able to consider these things and then give people who have this type of ideas that not than to pander to people who uh, go about with slogans and gestures who do not want, uh, which do not uh, help us to govern this country at all. Okay, I will be slow in conferring the title of a prophet on you, but really uh, there are things that you've said that has come to pass. And looking at uh, the campaign, at least a few of them have launched their campaign uh, already, as we're seeing, and others are yet to do so, even though we're yet to hear from the party who qualified and who has been disqualified. Do you get a sense that it will get dirtier than this? Uh, if the, the, the leaders of the party, I'm talking about the Council of Elders, don't put their foot down, uh, I'm sure that... Uh, we will get to the level that you and I don't want. Mm -hmm. It is in their interest uh, to stop uh, the people now before they do harm to the party. But it seems to me that um, the, the leaders in the party are looking on, and there is a price for them to pay as well as those who want to contest. They have to do clean campaign, but attacks on individual will worsen their plight. I can assure them. We are grateful always uh, for spending time with us. Uh, this is Joy News Prime. And let's focus on um, this particular running story. And the National Food Suppliers Association had stated it will reject any proposed part payment of the $270 million debt owed them. This comes after the Education Minister disclosed to leadership of the food suppliers that it has made a total of 400 million CDs to the buffer stock company as of January 2023, meant to clear the area. The group suspended a four-day picketing of the National Food Buffer Store Company's premises last Friday after the government promised to pay the debt. But six days before the proposed payment date could elapse, the food suppliers have issued a statement taking an entrenched position on the matter 
at a meeting with Education Minister Dr. Yawasiyeduchung and uh, the statement uh, that we know uh, goes on to say between 2021 and 2023, the Minister for Education said they've released 418 million CDs to the National Food Buffer Stock Company. So it's giving them the history. So it talks about 100 million, uh, 283 million, and 35 million. So that's for the period of 2021, 2022, and 2023. These are the amounts that have been released uh, by uh, the Education Ministry or the Finance Ministry for that matter. And it goes on to say that despite the minister's claim of releasing 283 million uh, in 2022 for arrears, the National Suppliers Association members haven't received any payment. The minister said the January 2023 payment of 35 million was remaining, and the balance of 2022 arrears owed the National Food Suppliers Association. And then also, they pledged the minister pledged partial payment of arrears this week, stating government cannot pay full arrears. The National Suppliers Association are rejecting the partial payment due to accumulated interest on loans from respective banks. Okay, so that's um, the statement from the National Food um, Suppliers Association on this. We are yet to hear uh, from the National Buffer Stock on whether indeed uh, these amounts have been released to them. This is Joy News Prime. We'll take a quick break. Be right back. Everything has a meaning. If you recklessly and maliciously destroy reputations, you must suffer the lawful consequences. For every story, there are many versions of what is true. The malaria will knock you down, eh? no joke. Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantre. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. It feels like becoming an entrepreneur aside academics is never going to be possible when you're in school. Mainly because we feel that we are young and we don't have the resources and the guts to be one. But if you believe in yourself and you have the passion to become an entrepreneur, then you already are. Staying ahead in a highly competitive environment requires applying creativity and innovation to every aspect of your journey to becoming an entrepreneur. Presently, entrepreneurship is driven by creativity and innovation to attain business objectives. The explosion in technology, business, entrepreneurship and consumption in this new era is as a result of the ongoing application of innovation. Milton Bell once said, if opportunity doesn't knock, build a door. So, if you are ready to be an entrepreneur, Heritage Christian College is ready for you. Heritage Christian College moves you from a wantrepreneur to become an entrepreneur.
My name is Tina. I am a person living with HIV. I got to know my HIV status after I gave birth and lost the child because of HIV. In those days, prevention of mother-to-child transmission services had low patronage due to fear and stigmatization. Today, many HIV-positive women have delivered negative children. I follow the guidelines and take my HIV medicine called ARVs every day as prescribed by my doctor. This makes me strong and healthy and also prevents me from passing HIV onto any future child. Please, avail yourself for PMTCT services when pregnant. It is the only way to ensure you do not pass the HIV onto your baby during birth or pregnancy. If you have tested for HIV recently and it was negative, test again when pregnant. If you have tested positive, go to the hospital after birth as directed by your healthcare provider. Your baby will be given medicine immediately and tested to ensure baby and mother are well. Let us work together to have an HIV-free generation. Our children must be free to shine. Insurance, oh. Free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A whole seven, oh. and even more consolation rewards in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded. Vimo, this Ecobank salary account sounds interesting. Oh. What do you think? Uh, uh, yeah, but maybe next time, Charlie, you know what? I had a good shine and shoot. Hey. Yo, myself, I had to go check my BP. We're going up, never go down, and we stay flat. Open an Ecobank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the Ecobank double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority under the Caritas Lottery Platform. People think I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, I did be a me biano. Me shishim for papa no. And when I find it, I stick to it. My shishim when your bell pack tissues, bell pack our tea roll, bell pack tea roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me yuswa me hotome. It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. Uti bapwa, uti mi de pepaye, uti mi soki, eti mu esa pepa. One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to bell pack today. Say your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best. It's just perfect. Daddy, oh, this tank is big! 
Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow, it has a working surface on it. Mm-hmm, that's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. But it's further into spoilers. That's not true. But why? Hey! <laughs> Syntex was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? On Joy News Prime, this is Joy News. Now, the decision to deliver a baby through cesarean sectional opt for a vaginal delivery is a significant choice for expectant mothers. While vaginal delivery is the natural and most common method of childbirth, an increasing number of women are opting for cesarean. My colleague Karen Obing explores some of the reasons why some individuals choose cesarean sections over vaginal delivery. <laughs> A baby is delivered through cesarean session. The mother is relieved. She had endured long hours of labor and finally the doctor decided to remove the baby surgically. A gynecologist at the Rich Hospital, Dr. Richard Apiankroma, explains why many women are choosing cesarean session over vaginal delivery. Technology has made CS, to be very frank, very, very simple. Um, but it is not um, as simple as it because just like any other surgery, it has complications. Uh -huh. So we counsel them thoroughly. We let them know that these are the risks involved. And we assess them, and then we let them know that, um, Madam A, you, I think, or we think that you... Um, you are fit for a vaginal um, delivery. Uh -huh. But we also let them know that if you do need a CS with monitoring, we will just go in quickly. The key thing is when you counsel them and then such patients, you just need to monitor them closely. It's a close monitoring that we need to prevent unnecessary CS. Some of them just need close monitoring and they'll deliver beautifully. Uh -huh. That is what we need. In Ghana, and monitoring goes with staff and equipment and so many things, and that's what we are lacking. So people don't want to go through that stress of when you go to this place, they don't have so many money. So just doctor, just do CS for me, and then let me free, and then people to go. You can do it in less than an hour. It, was, it depends also on the condition. For example, if a patient comes with a fetal distress where the baby is literally dying, you you have to go in. You have to be very fast. So you can do that surgery within 30 minutes. But average, I'll just say like an hour. If you take your time an hour, you should be done. The emergencies keep coming. It's, it really gets tough in the night. So you have to, sometimes from eight going, you can do like six before the next morning. Because people refer it. That's where people refer. So people go to their antenatal clinic at peripheral facilities. And then after seeing them, they refer them. 
to come. So by the time they get here, some from very far places, by the time they get here, it's like eight, nine. Uh -huh. And then we have those who are, we are seeing, the labor was setting at dawn, and they will come in and they realize that no, it's, there's a problem. Caesarian session was dangerous when it started in the 1500s in Switzerland when one Jacob Neufer performed it on his wife. But over the years, regional anesthesia, including spinal and epidural anesthesia, have also been developed and become popular methods of relieving pain and improving outcomes after caesarean session. The World Health Organization recommends that caesarean session be performed only when medically necessary. But many women in Ghana opt for cesarean session as an elective. Some mothers say they fear vaginal tear and hence opt for the procedure. For me, in my opinion, I chose it because I feel it's the simplest way to, I mean, go to the labor pains and all that. I mean, the thought of you being cut, open and all that, I didn't want that. I didn't want to go to the trauma of, I mean cutting my skin so I felt like let me just put myself to sleep and then while I are done with it so so I chose um, to do an elective CS because I think I had some fears about doing um, the natural labor I have had many stories from friends from family um, of how women have had to endure severe pain without any form of um, pain management during labor and really I wanted to avoid that experience apart from the fact that you would endure pain you might have some unplanned tests and, and all that and really I didn't want that experience. But this is just one reason some women will consider cesarean session. Others want surgical removal of their babies because they believe spontaneous vaginal delivery loosens the vaginal wall. It is one of the reasons all manner of concoctions and creams are available on the market to help women tighten their vaginal walls. But an obstetrician at LMS Hospital, Dr. Paddy Ayete, says it is only a myth. On using concoctions to firm the vaginal wall, he cautions against it. Dr. Paddy Ayete is advising women to be open-minded about childbirth methods and engage medical professionals to help them choose the best method to protect their lives as well as that of their children. The moral of the story, when in doubt, consult a doctor. Karen Obing's report read to you. What will it be for you, vaginal birth or CS? We keep on thinking about that. Now, the Ghana Health Service says it is committed to providing sustainable health service and care for people. Director General of the Ghana Health Service, Dr. Patrick Kumabwaje, reviewed that expertise is required to surmount challenges on health promotion. He was speaking at the launch of the National Interagency Coordination Committee for Health Promotion. There's more in this report by my colleague Jacqueline and Sumayeboa. 
coordinate public education geared towards improving the well-being of the people in the country, the Ghana Health Service has established a national interagency coordinating committee for health promotion in Ghana. Explaining why there is a need for such a committee, Director General of the Ghana Health Service, Dr. Patrick Kuma Abwaji said, there is a tremendous increase in non-communicable diseases which would necessitate the sharing of knowledge from various stakeholders to deal with the problems. Um, we are facing a more herculean task now. The emergence and the rapid increase in non-communicable diseases is a major problem. This requires not just resources but also major behavior change. And we know from their diverse background they can help us in navigating all the challenges across so that we can improve the health of this country. We saw how COVID affected every sector of this country and that's the way we want to ensure that we also tackle it in all, in all society and all groups and that's why we have this more diverse group helping us to promote health in the country. He revealed that. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Supervisory assessments will be done to ensure the effectiveness of the committee. Apart from what they themselves will do, we always have assessment done from DHS, um, our own annual reports, our own coverages will help us to see whether the change in behavior is taking place, and if so, is it creating an impact? Chairperson of the Interagency Coordinating Committee for Health Promotion in Ghana, Professor L.C. Ifakovman, says the committee will ensure that health-related issues are duly promoted and coordinated. We have subcommittees, and then we have um, all kinds of plans and activities that we'll be drawing up to be able to do that. So you'll see us promoting health, you'll see us trying to um, get the public sector to be interested in what government is doing. It's a partnership. And so you'll see us trying to encourage people to live a much more healthy life and organizing various groups across the country to do this the same. It's a coordinating committee. So we are coordinating all the efforts. So there are, there's a lot that is already happening. But you'll see that many um, many of the times that you have these promotion programs going on, there is no coordination. Everybody is doing what they like. It's our job, really, to come up with a strategy to harmonize all of the various activities that are going on so that we can use the synergies to do much, much better than what has been happening. So you'll see the old programs going on, you'll see new programs coming up, and the idea is that all of them should be able to fit into a general strategy that we have for promoting health in the country. 
the National Interagency Coordinating Committee for Health Promotion in Ghana is tasked to ensure improved communication, cooperation and collaboration that will harness and coordinate advisory resources of key stakeholders to improve well-being whilst being advocates for health promotion. For Joy News, Jacqueline Ansuma Eboa. Now, let me take you to the Ashanti region where police at Nyinahin have arrested a police corporal for alleged robbery. Corporal Lansu Umar, stationed at Assam near Mompong, is said to have broken the security door to the house of another policeman and stolen several bags of cement with the help of an accomplice. A resident in the Trinyame neighborhood of Nyinahin is said to have heard an unusual noise of the breaking and alerted other neighbors of the incident. Ohiming Terrier of our security desk has more. The policeman and his accomplice, 25-year-old tricycle rider Mohammed Sedu, are said to have used a pickaxe to destroy and break into a foreign-made security door of the room where 200 bags of cement were being kept. The two fled the scene, leaving a tricycle behind before the arrival of other neighbors who later reported the incident to a police night patrol team. Traces of the tricycle led to the arrest of Sedu who mentioned Kopra Uma as the other accomplice. He led the police to the home of Uma, who led police to where he kept 12 bags of cement from the crime. Evangelist the Richard Ampa witnessed the arrest. Uh, I was at home by uh, 12 a.m. and I got a call that the house that we are working on it, somebody has break it. And I came here and it is true. The person used uh, pickers to break the china door. It is a very hard door, but he managed to break it. And the, the cement there was about 55 cement. Okay. After investigation, when the police arrived, uh, uh, they suspect him. And at the end of the day, he, he shows that it is him who took the cement. And he showed the place he, was, he has put the cement to. The arrest of Corporal Lansa Uma has left residents of Inyenehini, including Evangelist Ampa, a mason who works for Uma, shocked. It comes at a time when the area has been recording break-ins. I know the policeman very well, but I don't know why she did this. I don't expect him to do, do this. It's very bad. And as of now, I, I, I'm confused because as a policeman, you know the laws, the rules and regulations that govern the country. So we have to do it so that you come to arrest us. But for a policeman to still, I have heard it, but I haven't seen it before. But now they have seen that they can do it. Meanwhile, police officers say the two will be put before court soon. From Minahini in the Ashanti region for Joy News. Now, the Mennonite Economic Development Associates, MEDA, has launched the phase two of its Greater Rural Opportunities for Women Growth Project in the Northern Region. The five-year project, funded by Global Affairs Canada, is to help improve economic and social empowerment for smallholder women, farmers, entrepreneurs, and agribusinesses in the Northern, Savannah, and Upper West regions of Ghana. The project is targeted at 40,000 women farmers, 5,000 entrepreneurs, and 50 agribusinesses led by women in soya bean and groundnut value chain. The launch brought together women farmers, agribusinesses, financial institutions, among other stakeholders, to officially outdoor the program. 
the five-year project when completed is expected to not just transform the lives of women but also sustain their sources of income. Speaking at the event, the Northern Regional Minister Shani Alahassan Shaibu said he was excited that the project was going to address challenges women face in the agriculture sector. Contribution to the GDP in recent years. The northern, savannah and upper west regions heavily rely on agriculture as a source of livelihood and for the majority of the population in this area, particularly women farmers. The Deputy Director of Ghana Development Programme at the High Commission of Canada, Louise Paris, on her part, said government support in the agricultural sector is in line with their international assistance policy. So Canada's support to the agricultural sector of Ghana is in line with our feminist international assistance policy and the UN Sustainable Development Goals, particularly goal number five on gender equality. Through our partnership with the government of Ghana and organizations like MIDA, we are witnessing increased empowerment and self-reliance among women in the agricultural sector. MEDA Regional Director of the West Africa, Middle East and North Africa, Dr. Pierre Cadet said the project will help create a lasting change and the overall economic development of the three regions. Building upon these successful endeavors, MEDA is now embarking on Grow 2 journey and ambitious, an ambitious project aimed at further benefiting 40,000 smallholder women farmers, entrepreneurs, and agribusinesses through increased agricultural productivity, improved business environment, and increased gender equality in families, communities, and selected value chains. In an interview with Joy News Project of the group too, Francis Esuman said the project is helping women connect more with other businesses. Okay, so I think what we are doing is to provide opportunities for women to be able to to be able to connect more with the private sector partners at the last mile level. What we realize is that most of the time, um, the the adoption of practices for women. It's low because they don't get the opportunity to be able to connect more, to interface, and to establish business connection with um, businesses and also uh, service providers who have these technologies to offer for them. Two beneficiaries, a plant breeder at the Dimboni Farm Gates, Dr. Sanato Mustafa Alidu, and a farmer, Zakaria Abdullah, shared their thoughts on the project. Before I walked into the program, I had delivered another hundred acres of seed to the farmers. I have benefited from the Grow 2 project a lot. In the past, I used not to share my secrets and thoughts with my wives. We all kept our secrets to ourselves. But after lessons and advocacy we learned from the project, it has helped create harmony in my home. Well, we'll take a quick break here on Join News Prime. We'll return with Showbiz. Please do stay on.
Investment Limited. Sorry for showbiz. I'm smiling already because Becky is in the studios. Your favorite girl, my favorite girl. Aww. Becky, what do we have? Oh, we have a lot in, in you know happening in the mm -hmm. world of entertainment. Uh, one of uh, such happenings is um, PCA Esther. She's mm -hmm. our first story today. She has a concert, uh, YMEA concert in okay. London, and we've been having conversations. You know, she's been trending uh, for comments that she made about uh, cheating. You know, when your husband, husband cheats on you, yeah. yeah, she has an answer for it. And here we go, Siesta. In fact, um, me, that is my opinion. Right. Um, let me say, if I have my, if my husband cheats, which I, I, I think is going to be, it's, it's not going to be like that. Yeah. But if it is like that, Mpa, I don't think that I will leave my husband for the cheater. I mean, the 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 the, the other lady. Yeah, I, won't, I won't I won't do that. I will make sure that I will settle with my husband. Then I I will leave my husband instead of leaving my husband for the other lady. I also know that you have a show in London. Is this your first show in London in the year? Let me let me say that. And uh, tell me about tell me about it and what we should expect today. It is. On the 29th of this month, PSA is having uh, my, if at least, I, I mean, it's a fresh in London. That's my first show in London. So 29th of this month, July, at uh, Dominion Center, PSA is having Wayemiye concert. At, in fact, we have put in concert, but it's not going to be a concert. It's going to be all the ministration. I mean, the people of God are going to experience the power of God. So, 29th of this month, we are going to experience the power of God. So, uh, let's move away from that. Obviously, it's in London, so MFA, I'm sure that you'll be there. 29th. Yeah, Will you be on leave mind. at the time? I wouldn't mind. Um, okay. Going to I have tickets for you, I'm just telling Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Jim Mike. You know that he's a very secretive person. Yeah. Recently, he's been opening up uh, on um, an, in an interview, and he's been talking about how uh, his wife uh, left him. Mm. And a lot of people also don't know that Jim has three children. Do you know that? I didn't know that. Well, Jim, take it away. When I lost my mom, I couldn't find my feet for years. Mm. There's a lifestyle there. There's an understanding. There's a spirituality. There's a connection that I lost. And I just wanted to live my life mm. outside the world. Because the mistake was already made. It took them 72 hours to tell me I'd lost my mom. Wow. Right in the middle of a BBC interview in London, I just came out. You know, there's always that part of family. One person in the family, there's a deliverer of bad news. So they got this. Even this guy said, I'm not telling him. There's a great chance he won't make it. Mm. So 72 hours, I came home. On the plane, I don't know how I made that. I said, what would she have expected of me to take charge? I came, I took charge. So my babysitter was about to get married. My dad was falling apart. People don't understand what does he want. My mom lived in London and Manchester, so we had to bring her back home, bury her there. Saw my sisters through the whole grief process. Started nursing my day. You know, after a while, they go back to that childlike state. Yes. So I had, to, I had to be there, making visits, making calls, being there. I forgot to grieve. I just thought 
That was what it took to get over it. Mm. So I lost that. I lost my sense of humor. I lost the lion in me. I lost the lead in me. I just gave myself to, to the elements. Mm. And so she suffered for that. Mm. And, and then I became an, I, I became an obsessive dad. Jim Mike, right there. Uh, the full interview is online when you log on to myjoonline.com. But MFA, we have Pyro Movie Box this evening. It's actually the biopic of legendary reggae music icon Bob Marley. Jamming. Hope you like jamming too. Oh, you want to start? From the beginning. Reggae is a people music. People coming together. Ooh, yeah. I know you love yeah, so we're definitely looking forward Jamming. to it. It's actually in 2024, so oh, that's you know, just like nice. five months away. You can we'll wait. We'll wait, anything for Bob Marley. Redemption song. Praise the Lord. Let's go. <laughs> well, that'll be all for uh, the news this evening. Thank you so much for joining us with the beautiful MFR. She'll be back tomorrow, but log on to myjohnline.com. Pios Baka, right, is up next with Prime Business. We love you. Thank you. <laughs>
we were greeted by experienced tour guides who took us through orientation and how to better enjoy the experience. Watch these animals roam freely in their natural habitat and disturb the animals. We saw zebras, sable antelope, brown cranes, mara, silverfish, canales, Shetland ponies, and so many animals are just getting to Our tour guides taught us so much about the wildlife, their behavior, and how to interact with them. I even fed them. We also went fishing on a man-made canal. Then we took a break to have lunch in this serene environment. All this amazing experience for this prize for adults? This prize for teenagers. And this for kids. It's a bargain. Safari Valley Eco Park, bringing you closer to nature. The business segment is brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. Take a simmer seven bag for your QR code. It's time you switch to Bell Park today. Love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting one hundred dollars back and one hundred percent accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Escuchas ese rugido. Sientes la experiencia de poder, la emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Good evening, welcome to Prime Business with me, Pius Kojobaka. Straight up, the Minister of Finance, Kendo Furiata, is confident that government will secure a staff level agreement for the next staff visit of the International Monetary Fund for the disbursement of the second tranche of the three year economic program with the Bretton Woods Institution. Now, speaking to journalists at the Ghana Trade Ferry Development Project Investor Conference in Accra, Mr. Furiata hinted that the country is regaining economic confidence after securing the $3 billion IMF deal. The second tranche of $600 million will be disbursed if the government meets the IMF's conditionalities. A team of IMF staff is expected to carry out a review of Ghana's performance so far. Ken Ofriata said confidence in the economy is bouncing back after many efforts in meeting the IMF conditionalities. This, he believes, will pave the way for the next disbursement, which is expected in November. 
Um, you know, we had an IMF visit uh, maybe three weeks ago. Um, that went well. The review will happen in September. Uh, and so far, you know, between Parliament and Cabinet, we've gone through most of the um, qualitative performance criteria. Um, so we expect that the review in September will go well to get an SLA, and then we will go to um, the board in November and for that whilst we are doing the so budget. Yes, so we'll get it in November? Well, God always puts the country through, and I think with all of your help, all of us speaking the same language, managing our bond investors for patients, and we'll get there. I'm confident about that. Speaking on the coupon payment for bondholders, Mr. Furiata called for more sacrifice since liquidity has become a challenge for the government. I think really, I mean, it's, um, it's been a very difficult period. As you know, July last year, um, as a country, uh, we're really unsure of the direction that we're going to be going. Um, clearly, we all worked very hard, and by May 17th, we had received the, the fund approval. But there's going to be continuing sacrifices because liquidity is a problem. Um, and we must, as a nation, as I mentioned, uh, begin to understand and speak one language in this period in which we are trying to build um, to get back into sort of stability. As you can see, um, there's quite a bit of um, confidence uh, coming in. Uh, inflation, of course, was 50-something percent last year. is coming down a bit stability in the currency, which is good for us. Meanwhile, the leadership of the various bondholder groups and government are expected to issue a communique on payment terms for subsequent matured coupons. Now, Associate Finance Professor at Andrews University, USA, Professor Williams Pipra, has stated that the swift intervention by government to begin payment of coupons and principals for some individual bondholders will bring some stability in the financial sector while boosting the economy. According to him, although the move is long overdue, it will go a long way to cushion these bondholders in trying times. Professor Pipra was reacting to the suspension of the intended picketing by the individual bondholders following government assurance of meeting all its obligations as stipulated in the Memorandum of Understanding signed May 16 between government and the coalition. The bonds, um, the principal and interest to bondholders um, probably has come at the right time. Um, this is good news. Um, though it's a delayed, um, it will bring down some pressures within the family setting and especially for the aged. Um, the implication may be that um, it's simply just a transfer of, of funds from um, bonds to other forms of um, savings. So we may see that um, deposits are the, uh, within the financial institutions are going to increase because these bondholders, they are not just immediately going to um, use the, the funds that they have received. Some of them will still be focusing on um, other forms of investment. But now we know the safest form of investment in Ghana is a treasury bill. So um, I'm sure government will find a way to still, um, let me put in the simple terms, collect the money back into into the system. If not, um, the other impact when you have a lot of money coming to circulation is to induce inflation uh, because um, um, those who have received their coupons and principles will be thinking of thinking of um, um, expanding or con consumption. It's good news. It's going to boost the economy. 
but there must be done in a way that that will, will bring equilibrium within the financial sector. Oil refinery is seeking government's help to grow the local industry to support the country's domestic demand for petroleum products. Addressing an entourage from the Ministry of Trade and Industry led by the sector minister Katie Hammond, chairman of Central Group, disclosed that after completion, the company would be capable of producing 5 million metric tons of quality products per annum, which will help manage demand for foreign exchange for importation of finished products. This state by the Trade Minister Katie Amond formed part of moves to support local industries and promote manufacturing. Total investment of the Sentio Oil Refining Project is $1.98 billion and is estimated to provide over 900 direct jobs. Chairman of the Sentio Group, Zin Nguan, is seeking government support so it could benefit from some reliefs and strengthen local refinery. Because I like Ghana, we need to do something good for Ghana for image future for Ghana. Uh, today in the war, no, in the already uh, industrial go high. Our Ghana will need to follow. What can do good thing for Ghana today in the uh, energy, energy side, refinery is key. Uh, I do this project, uh, future for our central group, second for our Ghana future to going. Growing is important. Eh, to our Ghanese, or because our central refinery eh, for energy side is safe, eh, comfortable, also get a good quality, good price eh, to supply to whole Ghana. After a brief tour of the yet-to-be-commissioned facility, Minister for Trade and Industry Katie Amon was impressed with the project. He therefore assured he work with the energy minister and relevant agencies to ensure that Centio gets the necessary support which includes some tax waivers. I'm going to work very hard at that. Uh, quite a bit, well, if not all of our current uh, production, I think has been uh, forward traded. Uh, but I, I, it seems to me significant that um, structure of this uh, caliber uh, should be test uh, uh, run with the crude from, uh, from this country. I'm going to speak with the, uh, the Minister for Energy, uh, obviously it will be uh, on the table of the President, and uh, we'll, we'll take it from there. But it's an interesting proposition that I intend to take up a lot. Uh, in the last couple of years, uh, <laughs> there have been uh, considerable challenges uh, in the Parliament uh, as to this particular process of uh, granting the, the exemptions. We're working on it. The President talks myself and the uh, uh, Minister for Parliamentary Affairs, uh, leader of the House, was uh, uh, actually um, to make sure that uh, this matter is completely stre- uh, uh, streamlined. We intend to see the speaker about it, and I uh, uh, hope that we'll make uh, some progress. Not only this, there's quite a few of them uh, which are all uh, uh, choked up in, in the system. We will we, we'll hope to, to get them sorted out. The facility, which is in its first phase, will refine 2 million metric tons of crude oil per annum. More within the space and bulk distributors of petroleum products have begun discussions with government to possibly resume participation in the Gold for Oil program. This is coming after some oil marketing companies and bulk oil distribution firms last month announced that they are backing out of the program due to um, how it's being implemented. Chief Executive of the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distribution Companies, Dr. Patrick Ofori, says their concerns have now been addressed, hence the need to get back onto the program. 
being against growth oil in principle. We have reservation about certain operational challenges that are presented. But now that we have clarity and there is a proper plan in place, we'll always continue to do business with both based on their uh, strategic role that they play within the downstream sector. Now, what this means is that we will still continue to engage other state agencies and entities to ensure that we have a way that we can also be rolling onto the program to also ensure we have that level playing field. Indeed, most of our members patronize the products that were brought in from there, except that different members have different business models that we're pushing that to enable everyone conduct business in a safer environment that seeks to give equal opportunities for everyone. Meanwhile, Executive Secretary of the Chamber of Petroleum Consumers, Ghana, Dan Kanamwa, believes the prices of petroleum products will be impacted positively following the decision by the bulk oil distributors companies, that's the BDCs, to engage government. According to him, the downstream sector is fairly stable. Therefore, if these BDCs fully participate in the program, it could sustain the impressive performance of the forex market. Uh, the supply hasn't been disrupted so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bit that we were earlier concerned about had to do with the Bank of Ghana um, auctioning of forex or dollars to the market. Uh, one of the IMF conditionalities we cited was asking that BOG should uh, stop uh, that practice. And we think that if BOG is indeed forced to stop, uh, then you're simply pushing the BDGs to now resort uh, to open market. And that will mean that coating way higher value uh, for the forex, which comes into computation uh, for fuel price eventually. Uh, I do think that the the market generally uh, is doing quite well, the robots at this point. Mm. Uh, If we do not unnecessarily uh, overburden any segment of the market, I don't see how we get uh, into any problem uh, over the next couple of months. Now, you have a situation where the product mix uh, and then the forex together. Uh, sometimes you will compute the figures and then the market uh, delivers, you know, totally different uh, prices altogether. Mm. Uh, what we know at this point is that we are not in any danger immediately of prices escalating. So. Uh, it doesn't look as though people should be worried. Um, it's okay. We're in good time. To some other stories, the Kingdom of the Netherlands ambassador to Ghana, Jerome Verhul, says Ghana can leverage its young entrepreneurs for economic growth. According to him, the potential of these entrepreneurs is, one, the country can invest to transform the economy through job creation. He says his country will extend its acceleration program for young entrepreneurs to support the operations. The whole spoke to Joy Business at the Orange Corners Cohort 7 graduation and the launch of Cohort 8. Orange Corners is an initiative of the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of the Netherlands that provides young entrepreneurs across the world with training mentorship, network, funding, and facilities to start and grow their business. The program supports innovative solutions to local challenges that contribute to the UN Sustainable Development Goals in addition to partnership with various stakeholders to support and strengthen local entrepreneurial ecosystem. His Excellency Jaron Vihel said 1.5 million euros was invested in the court service. Yet to get to all the regions, 
We are now in uh, five areas. We are in Accra, we're in Kumasi, we're in Takoradi, we're in Ho, and we're in Tamale. So that's in the five areas. We want to see how we move uh, with those areas because it's always difficult to find the locations that are suitable for the training and to find the trainers that are uh, equipped for the training. But what we also want to do is to expand the training in a digital way so that more people across the country have access to it. So that it is not limited to one location, but that it is basically accessible in the whole country. We give preference to female entrepreneurs, and we also give preference to entrepreneurs in the agricultural sphere, either cocoa or horticulture, because these are areas that the embassy is very interested in. But it's not exclusively for that but we favor them because they are linked to what the embassy wants to achieve. The Regional Director for Management for Development Foundation, Richard Yawa, said the program goes beyond merely generating employment opportunities but focuses on creating decent jobs. Well, you know, um, I, I will actually say that fund, funding is available, but the criteria to get these funds are challenging and most of the businesses that we encounter are not able to go through that whole process of formalization. So our program really helps them to look at their business and structure the things properly. So some of the things is very basic where they mix their private income with their company expenditures. So we really help them to streamline that, uh, separate that and then also use their banking system to uh, process their incomes and expenditures. The next cohort will have the opportunity to benefit from the vast resources, mentorship and network of support that Orange Connects office. Now, Ghana is seeking to account for biodiversity losses, climate change-related costs and other environmental factors in its conventional gross domestic product estimation. The current standard GDP does not account for whether the level of income created in the country is sustainable or not which is where the concept of green GDP comes in. An assistant chief statistician at the Ghana Statistical Service, Dr. Ben Isewa Ufosubadu, says it is time the country intensify efforts at compiling such data. Here is more. In gross domestic product takes into account the cost of environmental degradation and climate events. This allows the cost of natural resource depletion and environmental degradation to be subtracted from gross domestic products. Speaking on the sidelines of a national synthesization forum on green GDP organized in Koforidia in the eastern region, Dr. Ofosubedu says the move will help provide detailed statistics for better management of natural resources that contribute to the economic development of the country. Environmentally adjusted GDP. That is to say, you know, GDP is compiled on annual basis as well as quarterly basis. So before you can arrive at or estimate green GDP, you need to take away all the environmental losses, the environmental degradation, depletion, among others. But you, not just that, just negating the environmental losses and the degradation, the depletion. It comes with the compilation of a lot of what we call SIA accounts or natural capital accounts. CIA is um, uh, the system of environmental economic accounting which has been adopted by the UN and it is uh, mandatory for all countries to start compiling it. The forum organized by the Ghana Statistical Services with support 
from the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations brought together stakeholders from the Regional Statistical Services, Environmental Protection Agency, Agriculture Officers, CSOs, among others. Principal Environmental Officer with the Environmental Protection Agency, Kwame Bwachifredi, says the forum will help expand the understanding of the concept of the green GDP with these stakeholders to enable them internalize it in their activities. Um, it's essential that we do this because um, generating um, national macroeconomic indicators is not something that one institution does. If you talk to Ghana Statistical Service, to their system or setup, they'll tell you how even data is collected, analyzed and all of that requires that there is that multi-faceted approach in terms of stakeholders and all of that. So today it's just to bring them up to speed. And one of the things too that we shared today was to try to um, get that buy-in from their perspective so um, they can internalize what we've shared with them in their work because there's no use collecting data and providing an analysis if that data just sits in a report and is put somewhere. On this part, a climate change expert with the Food and Agriculture Organization, Matthias Edeto, stated that Ghana, like many other economies worldwide, have shown progress in a resolve to build capacity to implement the system of environmental and economic accounting to better manage its economy. Coficion reporting for Joy News. Koforidia. Back in Accra, the redevelopment of the Ghana Trade Fair Center is likely to be completed in about five years as many investors have shown interest in the ultra-modern facility. According to the chief executive for the trade fair company, Dr. Agnes Edu, the board will be engaging more investors and developers will take up separate structures as part of the entire establishment. She has been speaking to journalists at an investor conference in Accra. Developed Trade Fair Center is expected to have ultra-modern facilities, including a multi-purpose convention center, hotel facilities, and a new playground for children. As part of its mandate to promote trade and exhibition, the trade fair company is engaging investors to sponsor the establishment of more exhibition centers and conference facilities. Chief Executive Dr. Agnes Edu hinted that the company will be engaging more investors within the period to ensure the facility is built within the next five years. We've always uh, set a three to five year timeline for the project. The, from the moment that the developer moves on site, which he has in 2022, I'm sorry, 2023, Three to five years from now, we hope to engage uh, various developers who will come and join us and also develop. So that's the timeline we are giving all our investors. But like I said, I've been very um, inward in my projections because we know that in this world anything can happen. So barring that anything like COVID can come and sidetrack us again, I think three to five years is fair to say that the project can be built. Minister for Finance, Ken Oforiata 
also expressed confidence about the potential of the center and assured of government's support to get the center redeveloped. I think the transfer has great potential. I think the estimate is that um, within the next um, three or four years, maybe a billion dollars of investment will come through here. Uh, oil revenues, we have to look at uh, strategic um, projects, especially agriculture, uh, which we have started, uh, in which you know we really want to be rice sufficient in three years, and that is being worked on. If you go um, towards Asuchari, we have about 10,000 hectares of new rice uh, being grown so that we move away from, you know, sort of trading into actually an export-driven economy. Despite all delays as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, many investors are still on board to ensure successful completion. Thanks so much for watching Prime Business. I am Pius Kujobaka. You can get business stories when you log on to myjoyonline.com forward slash business. I leave you with some international business. Escuchas ese rugido? Sientes la experiencia de poder? La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Brought to you by Ecobank, the Pan African Bank. It's time you switched to. Madam, I'm looking for Abena. Abena, there's someone looking for you. Madam, please, where's Abena? Is this who you are looking for? Ah. Madam, please get me up now. Please. Bella. Abna Bra. Abna, Abna, Abna. Oh, Abna. If it's not Abna Rice, you can eat any of them. Abna Rice. Emijienkoa. FDA. I said that you can't wait to move. Days are extremely busy. What? 
traffic jams, meetings, conference calls. Luckily, our mom is here to take good care of us with day-by-day -day baby and day-by-day -day kids and their naturally active ingredients. Our skin is hydrated, soothed, and protected all day long. Yes, hold Fever, headache, vomiting, loss of appetite. I couldn't even eat my usual fufu. <laughs> you and your fufu. But I hope you got it tested before the malaria treatment. Yes, I did. And thanks to Malatu, I kicked out malaria one time. When malaria strikes, take Malatu, containing Arthometer and Lumifantrin. Comes in tablets and suspension for effective treatment of malaria. Great to have you back. Thank you. No problem. Malatu is suitable for adults and children. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the FDA. Don't worry, darling. I won't touch your calipo, okay? Okay. Hey, she should I get some for you? It's okay, Grandma. You can drink it all. Oh, coffee. I brought plenty for you. Do you know that? Calipo, the natural fruit juice drink. This advertisement has been vetted and approved by the... I get whatever I want because I'm a popular actress. But no, that is not true. Me and Kasano, and when I find it, I stick to it. My shishimanya bell pack tissues. Bell pack ewe T-roll. Bell pack T-roll. Soft, but not weak. Strong, but not hard. It is smooth. Me yusua, me It's just perfect. Same as the kitchen towel. What's about what? What's me the pepaye? What's me soaky? A chimu as her pepa. One bell pack kitchen towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to bell pack today. Send your pocket tissue, table napkin, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best. It's just perfect. Crystal clear and thrilling podcasts and live shows, download and listen to us on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, MyJoy Online, Amazon services like Echo, Amazon Music, and Audible, Stitcher, Adam Online, Overcast, 
and Pandora. Take note of everything. Sign up for the multimedia digital platforms now to stay updated. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused... Oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my back. Alex what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM, Hits FM, Love FM, live on your Amazon Echo. Listen to your favorite multimedia radio stations live on your Amazon Echo device by saying, Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana, play Joy FM or Hits FM or Love FM or catch up on your favorite podcast by saying, Alexa, play and then the name of your favorite podcast from Multimedia Ghana. For a list of all podcasts available, say Alexa. Ask Multimedia Ghana to browse programs. And we are back like we never lost signal. Alexa, welcome to Multimedia. Sports segment is brought to you by Commander DBS Industries to you. Let's go to DBS Industries. Hello, welcome to Prime Sports with me, Razak Musbao. Now, flag bearer hopeful of the new patriotic party, Kwabena Japan, has called for improved government participation in the administration of football in the country to save the declining state of the industry. According to him, the lack of effective collaboration between government and football stakeholders has left the sport in a dire state. He also called for better use of resources and the creation of a deliberate policy to revive the passion for the game in the country. He's been speaking at his campaign launch in Accra. Well, I think we should have a deliberate policy of creating or recreating the passion that we have for sports. I mean, sports, football is a spectator sport. You can't have the sports successfully when there's nobody in the stadium. Of course, there's competition now because of satellite, television, and everybody has access to the Premier League outside and all that. But it doesn't stop governments from being very deliberate about it, to support our team. Now, I'll give you one example. Ghana has been to previous World Cups, I think four or so over the last five times. The money that we made, it never filtered down to where it matters most, Coles football, which should be a production line of talent, and that is what we have been used to. I cannot, for the life of me, understand why members of executive committees or members of Black Stars management committees can apportion to themselves $100,000 each just for being members of that committee. And when clubs don't have money to pay their players, Premier Division clubs. So we need to have a sit down with the stakeholders. It's very important. And in times past, we had a system that used to work. Strong collaboration between the football teams and their local communities and also the government. The government represents the community. You cannot take government away from football administration. I was totally against that attempt. And I forewarned them in 2006 when it was being done. But they didn't listen. 
now look at where we have landed. I think we should have a stakeholder discussion, go back to the basics, the things that used to work for us, the collaboration between Galka, which is the clubs, associations, and the government who provide the resources that we need to build the facilities and support our footballers. It is not right that your taxpayers' money will be used to support the Black Stars to go to the World Cup, but then when they make money out of the World Cup, it is not accounted to us, the Ghanaians. And then the whole ladder, the hierarchy of football, never gets to a share in what we get out of these World Cups. Now, the World Governing Football Body, FIFA, has acknowledged receipt of the petition filed against GFA boss, Kert Kweku. Uh, it will be recalled that Kert was reported to the World Football Body for alleged violations of their code of ethics. The petition filed by a whistleblower, Akwasi Osei Nkrumah, accused the FA boss of forgery and falsification, conflict of interest, abuse of position and manipulation of football matches. FIFA say they may launch an investigation into the matter, and once they do, they will be here to tell. We'll be here to tell you all about it. Now, former vice president of the Ghana Football Association, George Freer, has accused current boss Kerto Kriku of being political with his address. According to him, the FA president has not delivered the promises, but used the platform to magnify those he has done. He spoke after the ethic, after the Congress earlier yesterday in Kumasi. Said you hear Mukesi, hey, the promises. The promises, you know. Four years ago, this administration was ushered into office. Now, administration was ushered into office, you know. Yeah, yeah, manifestos. Obia card, you obey me, yeah. Now, and you obey me, yeah, no. Odi tuga. Me in Kobebre, so. Me in Kobebre, so. I'll give you key points. Some of the things that were captured in Oraketi, yes, Okrekus manifesto, was to provide football boots to all Division One, Premier, and Women football. If you look at the manifesto, it's captured. In his last year as the FA president and our chair of football boots. And let me make it clear that the football boots are not a gift from Mr. Ketio, yes, Okeku's bottom. And yet, Puma, who is a major sponsor of the Ghana Football Association, on no energy boots in Abbasa, Yanchema class, and yet, Sebi, on no Nipotom Sika, no Diakoto, and the Edikai, that promise of providing boots for that four year period, it has only happened once. It was a campaign promise. So, in four years, Autonomous Premier League. But Autonomous League, Autonomous Premier League, or Autonomous, Autonomous League does not exist anywhere in the world. In the year, four years ago, you Autonomous League. The Black Queens are preparing to take on Guinea in a two leg tie in their bid to qualify for the next round of the 2024 Paris Olympics. Her head coach, Nora Haptel, says the pressure to qualify is good for the team and assures they are committed to securing a spot at the global tournament. The pressure is a, is a privilege because, um, first of all, um, we put a lot of pressure on us. 
ourselves. We want to go and qualify uh, for the Olympics. Of course, we recognize that our under-23 men, uh, they cannot anymore qualify, which I feel sorry for them. Um, yeah, and we take this challenge and uh, face it. Yeah. Yes, when you look the draw, I mean, of course, you also saw a bit the draw. I think um, the first steps are very makeable. Uh, somehow we're going to face Zambia, somewhere we're going to face Morocco. They are part of the World Cup, um, who is beginning in two weeks. So it will be not an easy um, route, but I'm pretty convinced with the quality of players we have and a lot of amount of matches um, until then um, that we have the chance to qualify us, yes. Now, the seventh edition of the Bobo Games took place at the Medina Sports Complex. The event, which started in 2015, brought old boys and their associates together for fun and to ultimately support their alma mater. Kwame Benai was there and came to this report. Thousands of old students of Bishop Herman and Ola girls gathered at the Medina Sports Complex to compete among themselves for the trophy. In the end, the young group trophy was won by the 2013 badge after they beat the 2008 badge, while the old group category was also won by the 1999-year group who defeated the 2005 old students on penalties. In the indoor games and other events, the 2005-year group carried the day as they came first with the 2007-year group finishing second. Kennedy Domeko, a member of the young group winning team, is already looking forward to defend the title next year we have the hope of defending the title uh, next year but it depends on us i think we have to do a lot of hard work and uh, determination to will be needed to defend the title next year we want we want who is also an old student and paramount chief of Akpini traditional area in pando says events like the bobo games will help create strong bonds among themselves this event is uh, very important. It's important because it serves as a rallying ground for both old boys of Bishop Herman College and then um, past um, girls of Ola Girls who um, it keeps us bonded as brothers way after we've left school. And also there are a lot of things that we need to to do for the school, to give back to our alma mater. This is one of the biggest rallying grounds that we get to discuss that, to plan. Outgoing president of the Bobo National, Dr. Michael Setiosai, and chairman of the Bobo National, J.P. Ajede, both were excited about the event and progress they've made so far. The Bobo Games have proved itself as one of the major programs that rally all Bobu around and today we have demonstrated it again all Bobus from all walks of life um, came around and we have had a very successful games it's been a very good one all the year groups that represented have been very phenomenal they played very well everybody played their part and those who came to observe they all comported themselves very well it's been a very successful game and we are happy that it's happened this way We've, we've made great improvement in Times Park. We're doing it at 
uh, pack that maybe when it's night we are not able to continue because of lighting system but here we are at a stadium facility with floodlights going on as you can see a match is still going on behind me because of the floodlight and it's very impressive i would say kudos to all my committee members and the team that has pulled this through Let's do some athletics now. And Cravon Charleston upset 2019 100-meter world champion Kristen Coleman and reigning 200-meter world champion Noah Laos to win the men's 100-meter final at the 2023 U.S. Track and Field Championship. Uh, his 2023 world, champ- world athletic championship bound. And same as 19-year-old Arion Knighton, who ran... 19.72 seconds to win his first national championship. But in Jamaica, Ellen Thompson did not have a weekend to remember. And uh, there is more in the following report by Joyce Force, Kyla Morris. Jamaica's women's 100-meter sprinters stole the show in Eugene, Oregon last year, where they swept the field clean. This year, the Jamaican stars are looking to do the same in Budapest as they prepare for the event just over a month away. Watch for Shelly Ann Fraser Price getting out well, and she has done. She's bidding for a fifth world title, and she's going to do it. Shelly Ann Fraser Price from Elaine Thompson Heller. Five world titles. Sherika Jackson's 10.65 seconds over 100 meters led the field in Jamaica's national championships. Her closest competition were Shashali Forbes' 10.96 and Natasha Morrison's 10.98. And while Jamaica dominated over 100 meters last year, their grip over the field could be loosened with the absence of Elaine Thompson-Hara and also the emergence of Shakari Richardson. Richardson, after her 10.82 second run at this year's U.S. National Championships, is looking to claim her first medal in a global competition. She missed out on the Tokyo Olympics and last year's Worlds. This year, though, all eyes will be on her and Jamaica's duo of Fraser Price and Sherika when the women line up for the 100-meter event. In the men's end of the track, Rohan Watson caused an upset in Jamaica where he ran 9.91 seconds to win the national champions over favorites Oblique Seville and Akeem Blake in the 100-meter event. His win helped punch his ticket to Budapest. And even more upsets, this time in the U.S., where the 19-year-old Aaron Knighton continues to blow the competition away. Toyota men's 200, it's the final for a national championship. Christian Coleman leads off the four by one for the USA, and he has forged a nice lead. But here comes Aaron Knighton and Benarik. Benarik with the headband on, Knighton in between them. Look at the outside in wide, here comes Fred. Is his run too late? Knighton is leading the way. Teenager Aaron Knighton is a national champion. Sharing the field with Fred Curley, who came in fifth, Knighton picked up his first national title with his season's best run of 19.72 seconds over 200 meters. Kenny Bednarik and Courtney Lindsay will compete with the teenager in Budapest where they could face Ghana's James Dodzi. Dodzi in April this year ran 19.79 seconds, a then season-leading time. He's currently world number four over the distance. 
So as we continue to look forward to the biggest track and field event of the year, bringing together athletes from all over the world, we can only anticipate what records will be shattered, who will upset the field, and who will seize the podium to etch their names in the history books. As we saw tennis now on wild card, Elena Sivotolina stand top seed Egoswiatek to reach the Wimbledon semifinals. And we face Maketa Vondrasova, who also caused an upset. A Ukrainian Sivotilian who returned to the tour in April after having her daughter in October won 7 5, 6 7, 6 2 as Swiatek's forehand crumbled. She will now take on unseeded Czech Vondrusa. Vondrusova, beg your pardon, who beat American fourth seed Jessica Pekula 6-4-2-6-6-4. But first, here is Elena. Just gonna enjoy with my team, and you know, at the beginning of the tournament, if someone would tell me that I will be in the semi-final and beating world number one, I would, you know, just say that they are crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I'm just uh, gonna enjoy tonight, and then get some treatment, get some massage, much needed, and you know, then just regroup and be ready for the next big battle. Nova Djokovic equaled Roger Federer's record for the most men's Grand Slam singles semi-final appearances in history by coming from a set down to defeat Andrei Rublev. Uh, the Serbians 4-6-6-1-6-4-6-3 victory on center court sent him through to the last four at a major for the 46th time and extended his winning run at Wimbledon to 33 matches. Djokovic is now only two wins away from yet another Grand Slam title. And although this performance was not quite perfect, it was another demonstration of what it would take to stop the 36-year-old lifting the trophy for an eighth time.
And that's all I have for your Prime Sports tonight. We'll be with Zach Musbao. There's more stories on myjoyonline.com forward slash sports. Up next is BM Express. And do have a lovely evening. Stay tuned.